Hello, and welcome to the Upgrade School Marketing Podcast. My name is Matt Sol. I'm the Director of Marketing Communications at Chapel Hill Chauncey Hall School. Hi, everyone. I'm Angie Ward, founder of Enroll Media Group, a digital marketing agency for schools. Awesome. And welcome to our 21st episode. We just we just went back and we're looking, counting our episodes. We're on 21 episodes, Angie. Wow. I can't believe there's been that many already. It's been flying by. It's been a lot of fun mm-hmm. to connect with new thought leaders in the space and talk to different school marketers around the country. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. And we, um, you know, just a call out to everybody. We usually do this at the end, but, you know, do it at the beginning. If anybody's interested, if you have a topic you, you presented on recently and you really want to share with school marketers or you are a school marketer, we're putting together some groups where we're going to have focus, um, not focus groups, Angie, focus groups. We're going to have roundtables, roundtables, roundtables. We're on different topics. So, you know, even if you just want to come in and just contribute a few ideas that you've done and that um, always reach out to us on LinkedIn or um, on our email at info at upgradeschoolmarketing.com. We'd love to hear from more people. Uh, And we do just a teaser to the end. We do have a cool themed episode that we're in the works um, and planning right now that's going to be coming. So listen for that at the end. Uh, And today we're all about data with Jesse Roberts. So our guest today is Jesse Roberts, who has worked in private education his entire career. He's been a director of admissions, VP of enrollment and marketing, a teacher, a coach, uh, a parent and a board member in various schools. We learned in this conversation that uh, he was also a a professional soccer player. So tons of experience in different worlds. And uh, he is frequently a speaker at school conferences. You can find him um, all around the world presenting. And he also founded Admissions Pro and Unbound 360, which is helping schools leverage data in enrollment. And he currently works with independent school management. So it's a it's a great talk. And I think we're going to kick right into it now with Jesse Roberts. Jesse, thanks so much for joining us today. It's great to see you. It is my pleasure. Super happy to be here with you guys. Great to see you as always. Great. So tell us a little bit about where you are today and and how you got here. Yeah, it's been kind of a a crazy time over the past year or so, um, but even just in general. um, So, uh, you know, ISM uh, acquired Unbound 360 in in April. So we've been doing, you know, a lot of fun work with that uh, over the past year. And, um, you know, over over my time working in independent schools, uh, this has been really kind of a a dream come true for me um, to be able to, to now to take the work that I've done over my goodness, 20 plus years working in independent schools and now convert that into, into some, some work that, that I'm really passionate about to working with schools to help them figure out their enrollment, figure out their, their revenue side of house challenges, right? So, I mean, we, we're really focusing now just on, on helping schools be better with, with taking data and being better about making decisions in their, um, their revenue uh, management, you know, whether it's admissions or advancement work um, to just be better across the board. And it's been, been really exciting. Um, it's been, it's always funny. People say, you know, well, you know, where'd you come from or how'd you, how'd you get here? Um, and I laugh because, you know, I was a, I was a philosophy major in college, uh, with a theater minor, uh, played professional soccer for a couple of years. So when, you know, when I talk to my friends and tell them that I'm now kind of a, a data specialist, they, they all kind of look at me and laugh. Um, but what's really been great for me over the past few years is that, we're able to really to dig in now and just just help schools be better. And and I, I talk about, you know, with everybody in, that I speak to in the school space, 
You don't have to be a data scientist. You don't have to love Excel. You just have to care about your school. And that's how you can be better with, with all this work with, with data and getting better with marketing and getting better with, with making your school the place it needs to be. Got it. Amazing. Um, it's a, it's a wild ride there from soccer, schools, data. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a little bit all over the shop. I, I, I do admit that. Um, and I was talking to somebody recently, you know, how did you get from, from soccer to, to admissions work? And, you know, as a, as a soccer coach, you're always involved in recruiting. And so I spent a lot of time in the admissions office and I tried to pay attention to what they were doing to, to help us get kids over the finish line. So I started paying attention to data kind of early on and looking at, you know, what are the best chances I'm going to have to get a kid from, you know, that I really wanted to be in my program to go from just being a, you know, a name on a paper to being someone that was enrolled at my school that we could take care of. So um, it, it has always been, and I call this work that we do in kind of the admissions and, and marketing space, I call it science with a soul um, because we're, we're really kind of digging into the numbers, but what we're really talking about are our kids and families. So, um, so we really like to dig into that. That's great. And yeah, we talk about that a lot with, um, even just whenever we're talking about automation or anything, like it's easy to lose the the soul or personality. So we always do come back to that to be like, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the technology or the data and you got to bring it back to you're talking, your people talking to other people. So that's yeah. a really, uh, it's a good point. So as far as in the independent school world, you know, you're working with data, you're working in with marketing. What are some of the top things you're seeing happening right now with schools as far as leveraging data in their marketing? It's been really um, exciting for me over the past couple of years to see schools really start to um, embrace the idea of using, you know, using the the information that they receive um, in all of their decision making processes. Um, I've I've seen a trend happening now where some schools are actually adding data specialists, and that's not just a, like a database manager, right? I'm talking about somebody who's focused on data for special projects, whether it's for feasibility studies, whether it's for um, uh, enrollment management studies, and really kind of digging in on the data side, which to me is exciting um, because, you know, we can talk to, you know, we can talk about schools and having, you know, who's got more turf fields and who's got a bigger library and whose dorms are nicer and all of that. And that's, that's fine. Right. And even if your school doesn't have all those things, I really believe that school's greatest asset. And when you talk about the, the commodity that the school has, the greatest asset you have is years worth of data. That's your biggest commodity. And if you can leverage that commodity to understand not only who you are, but how to uh, attract and retain and and cultivate more families like the ones that that best serve your mission, um, you know there's there aren't any silver bullets. But for most of our schools, we're sitting on mountains of this data already. So let's use it. Let's figure out how to best use that information um, to be better about our jobs. You know that's. Um, so right now, for me, if you talk about what I'm seeing in the market, I'm seeing more schools starting to think that way and starting to be open to um, data conversations and not be as afraid of, you know, what a gigantic spreadsheet would tell them. And that's a good thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, so yeah, it's, it's been fun. To the market. And that's yeah. cool. And just and following up just a little bit on that. Um, so are there any? You know, examples you have like schools you've worked with where you've seen them sort of take that, like use that in a good way, like any models of someone who's taken their years of data and turned that into something that has helped them in marketing the school. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've got two examples right off the top of my head. Um, 
you know, the schools that, that I've talked to, that I've spent some time with that are, that are being really um, thoughtful about kind of their processes and thoughtful about the outcomes they're looking for. Um, we do a lot of work um, with Northfield Mount Hermon and, and Claude Anderson. And, and one of the things that, that is important in our work is that we're always thinking about what the data tells us. Um, they are very much focused as a, as a boarding school, you know, in, in, a, in a, a very competitive market is always focused on, you know, finding the full pay family. Right. And it's not about not, not serving everyone, but they also want to be very cognizant of understanding who that market is and serve it, serve it well and to be able to, to market to that group. And we've really and I've been impressed with the kind of the approach, but also I think we've helped them be more targeted and 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 provide them with some some tools to help them leverage that. And I think they're doing just an amazing job with that. Um, so I mean, that's one. Um, and I, we're also doing, I'm seeing some amazing work out of uh, McDonough School here in the Baltimore area. Um, and McDonough is a, a pretty unique place because they've got a pretty big day population. They've also got five-day boarding. Baltimore is a super competitive market in the independent school world and the private school world. Um, and they are really focused on, on understanding data, understanding the local market, understanding where um, their next families are coming from based on who's already in the building. Um, so we, you know, we've been happy to support their efforts in terms of, you know, being better about profiling, being better about building personas, um, understanding who those families are. And, and, you know, I'm really proud of them. Um, this year, they they actually opened with their highest percentage of full pay families in their school's history, and and they really they they talk about you know a lot of this work being data focused, and to me that's really exciting to be able to to have some proof in the pudding that way to say look, data made the difference, and and at the end of the day, it's at the bottom line. Like they're able to talk about the data affecting the bottom line of their budget, so that's exciting to me. Right, right. Those are great examples. And I'm actually excited. I, I get to meet Claude Anderson for the first time um, at the Brand Together conference in a few weeks. We're both presenting there. Um, so I'm excited to hear what he has to say there. So you're talking about these, um, you know, mounds of data that schools have in terms of their enrollment, you know, demographic data, maybe survey data. There's a lot of data there. So when it comes to the the role of the school marketer, what data points specifically do you recommend they sort of pluck out before they start, you know, any sort of marketing initiative? So for me, I mean, and you can, you can combine all of your data sources and end up with a spreadsheet that's 900 columns wide and 400 rows long. And, and, you know, I'll tell you point blank, you can't do that analysis. That's what you need machine learning for. Right. But as a marketer, you've probably got some, some gut instinct in terms of what the important data points are, right? And, you know, I, I always say, look, start with zip code. Everybody understands zip code. Everyone has one. We get it. We all understand that. Everyone understands source. You know, where'd you come in from? Was it from Google? Did you come in from Facebook, wherever? Um, but look at the, at, at your, your student body and try to look for some commonalities. And even if you have, you know, a bunch of kids who come in from the same feeder school, there have to be commonalities among those families that are uh, data points that you can really look at and look to um, enhance your operations. So I think it's it's always good to start with that kind of anecdotal approach to say, okay, what are some data points that I think make sense? And then dive into those data points to, to, to test the hypothesis. Um, mm-hmm. So 
you know, I think, like I said, zip code is really important. I mean, obviously feeder school is important. The, the source is important, um, you know, and kind of start there. And you'd be surprised as soon as you start to dig in what happens in terms of how many other layers will start to come in. We did a um, we did an enrollment um, predictability study for a school in Florida. And, you know, we did that same thing. We took all their funnel data and we, we threw it all together and we did some machine learning on it. And we found out that there were six variables that predicted enrollment in their school. And three of them came from their placement testing, right? And it's not necessarily something that you would market on, but if you understood that point ahead of time in terms of predictability, you can start to alter your marketing messages towards families that had those specific points that would show to be you know, much more, um, that would really engage those families more along the line. So, um, you know, I just, I think you start there, start simple, start with a couple data points and then expand, expand your opportunities from there. Uh, that makes sense. So I know like, you know, again, talking with Angie sometimes in like the Google analytic wor- world um, that this stuff can get overwhelming pretty quickly to somebody who's juggling a lot of things. And now all of a sudden you log in and you're looking at how many people are opening your your website in Chrome versus Firefox versus, and you're like, it's, it's, it's a lot of info. And so do you have any advice as far as like the data you're talking about to somebody like that, who's kind of doing this, you know, on their own and they don't have machine learning to sort of do this to like really focus in on like a few important things. Like how do they stay focused on just what's important and not kind of get pulled into a lot of different directions that the data is going? Like, how do you, how do you help a school like that? That's sort of, has all this info and needs to really kind of focus on what's important. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, the first thing that, that I would tell any school like that, and, and honestly, I, we all love Google analytics in some way, shape or form. Um, that is the world's greatest rabbit hole that you can disappear into quickly and lose hours of time trying to, to figure out why somebody in Romania is looking at your website on an iPhone 12. Um, so you can certainly do that. Right. Um, what I would what I would recommend really is is just start simple. Um, you know, something as easy as looking at your student body on a map, right? If you just map your families, you get a lot more understanding, uh, and you can glean more from it than trying to roll through the endless spreadsheets that are in um, Google Analytics. You know, just start with a map. Easy. Everyone can understand a map. You start from there, and then you can you can start to figure out. Okay, look. We've got 15 kids in this one part of town and we've got four in this part of town. What's, what's the reason why, right? Then you can start to get to the why, what, why the, there's 15 families over here and over four over here. How can we get four into eight, right? And why are these 15 making that committed drive across town to come to us, right? Uh, so for me, it, it really is about, you know, you can get paralyzed by data quickly if you allow yourself. But I think if you start high level and that's, you know, look at maps, look at zip codes, that's the easiest kind of entree into understanding, you know, what your metrics are really telling you, Um, you know, and there are, there are a lot of firms out there that I know can help you with your analytics and help you dig in and and, and spend some time on that. Um, But again, if you're not a data specialist and you don't want have want or have the capacity to at the time to learn how to be one, start simple. Right. This is about starting simple. You don't have to uh, reinvent the wheel here. You can really start easy. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that because you want to avoid that analysis paralysis, so to speak. And and I always recommend to people, 
um, too, that they know what they're looking for, right? You don't just want to open up any spreadsheet or any tool like Google Analytics without something, some goal of well, what is it you are looking for? You know, sometimes the data doesn't tell you what you you need to know. You have to go at it with a lens of what am I trying to find when looking at this data? Is it pockets of interest? Is it trends? Is it this or that? You can't just open up something like Google Analytics and, and expect it to be staring you in the face what you need to do with that data. Um, Although it's getting better at that now. Every time I log in, it will give me, it gives you your recommendations on all the things you should be. Google Ads, at least. Google Ads is very good at, at telling you recommend your where you're missing your keywords and all that. So I think it that uh that world is getting is getting better at, at sort of d- helping direct you into what you need, but is getting smarter there too, which is mm-hmm. actually leading me to another question I wanted to ask, which is the role AI is having in understanding data, interpreting data, and and helping marketers. So it's 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 fascinating. I've been I've been playing around with with AI for a couple of years now. Um, I liken it to um, you know when you're a kid and you had a favorite band and nobody else knew that band, and uh, and then all of a sudden your favorite band puts out a record and everyone's listening to them and and you're angry because now everybody knows about your favorite band. AI <laughs> <laughs> right now. You're an AI. You're an AI hipster. Is what you're saying. That's exactly it, right? I've got the on my jean jacket. I've got the. Um, <laughs> But for me, right, so AI, and, and I, I want schools to be really open to AI because I, I've heard so many negative things about AI is, and education is about, is about, you know, kids cheating and, and, and taking shortcuts in the education piece. And, and I'm, not, I'm not here to, to discuss that or debate that. What I'm talking about is using artificial intelligence to literally cut down the time it takes to do the heavy lifting tasks that we do right now. And when I, you talk about AI and experimenting, like I've, I've done experiments where I've had, um, I've cut whole spreadsheets out and thrown them into an AI engine and ask it what I should be doing based on those spreadsheets. And it, it gives a very educated and powerful response, including the statistical background to prove its homework, which to me is that's awesome. That's next level. Um, and th- those are the kind of things, frankly, that we're we're building into our products with Unbound and ISM. Like we're we're doing that because for that that single admissions or marketing office person who's only you know you've got a, a, a single person in the office and you've got twenty five other hats you're wearing and marketing happens to be one of them or admissions happens to be one of them, you need all the help you can get. So if we can at least help you be better at your job by using AI to help you find trends that you didn't see or help you think about things in a different way to be, make you, to help you be better at your job and serve your school. That's a win for everybody. Right. And, and, and I'm a huge fan of that. Um, nice. I've got some, I've got some cool experiments. I'd love to show you guys offline that will blow your mind in terms of what, what you, what you can do. Um, I won't get into it. We'll just say it's, it's fun and scary all at the same time. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I, th- I think in the marketing world, I've seen a lot of it around idea generating and writing and and that. So like using it more for data and spreadsheets, I think would be something really helpful. So that might be another, a whole nother section we do, a whole nother episode we do here on using Absolutely. AI and your data. Um, So you talked earlier on too about, you know, Unbound 360 and the work you've been on that. So I just wanted to to just, you know, talk to you about that. And, you know, what is this to someone who doesn't know what that is? This is 
sort of your baby that you've been working on for a while. Um, mm-hmm. So can you tell us just about what Unbound 360 is? Yeah, sure. So, you know, and again, I, I consider myself a recovering admission director, right? So you never get that out of your blood. Um, and Unbound 360 simply is the tool, is a tool that I built that I wish I had when I was in the seat in admissions. Um, it, it does all the research for me in terms of understanding who families are, understanding their financial positions, understanding where they live, and really helping me to understand where they fit in terms of persona in relation to my school. Um, what's happened over the past two years really is it, it's gone from being an admissions tool to much more a data analysis tool. And so now this isn't just about telling me about a family. We're doing heavy lifting in helping you understand where your school stands in the market with data, understanding where your um, your revenue opportunities are, understanding where you could actually be losing money in the philanthropy engine, right? Um, and also where your next steps should be on the marketing side. So to, to go back to your earlier question about, you know, what can a, what can a single person marketer do? Like, we can show you very simply with our tool, not only where to fish, but who to fish for when you're talking about that marketing conversation. Um, so we're really excited about, about that. It's, it's come a long way over the past few years, obviously, and we're now entirely web-based and the, the platform is um, much easier to use, which I think is a good thing. And one of the, the things I wanted to do was to to demystify data, to make it easy to use and easy to understand. Um, so that's really been a focus of mine is how do I make data approachable? Um, if you're not a big Excel fan and you don't like big rows of spreadsheets, how can you make information easy to digest? And I think that's what we're, we're really doing with Unbound 360 is making data uh, approachable, digestible, and, and most importantly, actionable. You know, how do I create an, uh, a marketing campaign out of that one area where you've got four families and you got 15 over here. How can you actually do that? 360 can help you get to that information. So that's the, that's the thumbnail. Um, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. We're, we're working with a lot of really great schools who are thinking about data in different ways, which is a lot of fun. Awesome. And um, in the work you've done, just kind of thinking about this while you're talking about all the work you've done with schools and with data and how, you know, with a lot of, things you go into, you kind of go in with an assumption of what you're going to find, you know, you go in to say, you know, I'm expecting this. Have there been any kind of commonality things that you have found in working with a lot of different schools that have maybe been surprising to you to say, you know, trends that you're seeing in the data that you find among these families or, or anything that you're finding that just sort of like was outside of what you expected to find? It's, it's really interesting. Um, There are some characteristics that that schools all share, right? In terms of, you know, for most schools, if you draw a five mile radius around their campus, a lion's share of their families come from there, right? So really understanding your, your, your front doorstep from a market standpoint is really important. The difference between, I would say, good and great schools from that perspective is that, and I don't mean great in, in, in a negative way, I mean that schools that really understand their market and how to how to expand what they're doing. They really understand how to expand their footprint. And that means duplicating the families that are around them really close locally to other parts of the town or the market that they serve, right? So they really have an understanding of how to expand their footprint. And that's the real difference. And when you can take some data to do that, that's really good stuff. I, I, that's a, that's a commonality that I, I see 
you know, if, if I can, if I can show you 50 maps of schools that we work with, 95% of them have a huge concentration in the center. And then where you do the heavy lifting on the marketing side is looking at the outliers, the families that are the satellites that you need to ask, you know, and this is low hanging fruit on the marketing side, like, Hey, I need to talk to these 10 families individually to say, why do you commute 40 minutes to come to us? Why do you drive past 30 other independent schools to come to our campus? What's the why? And when you can get that information, that really helps you, you know, that turns, that's, that turns data at that point. That's just a point on a map that turns that into an actual, an actual actionable item that you can then use in your marketing to find other families that look like that successful family in your campus. Exactly. So um, to somebody else too, you know, who's, who's working and is not working with a tool like Unbound 360, um, what resources are there? You know, you've talked about, you know, mining your internal data that you have and using that and creating maps and, and using that to find info. But what tool is there externally out there available to people that they should be looking up? So look, I mean, mapping, I think, is is first and foremost. And I, I don't, I can't put it in strong enough terms. You need to be able to see your, your student body on a map. And um, there's a tool called Batch Geo that you can use to just drop a spreadsheet and throw, you know, a bunch of names into it and it'll put it on a map for you. Start there, right? That's that's easy. Um, you know, you can use Google Maps to do that as well, uh, or, or Google Earth even. You can you can create um, with pretty low uh, low friction. You know, you can create your own maps to do that. I think it's really important. Um, you know, and obviously, spend some time looking at, at census data. And you can go down the rabbit hole with the census, but look at the five t- the top five zip codes around you and understand what the population trends are. People moving in, moving out. What's the average income? You know, is it going up, going down? Um, we've done a lot of work at ISM in terms of understanding market trends. And there was a fascinating nugget of data that, that, that we saw. It was Terry Moore, who's one of our, our top consultants who, who pulled this one out, that basically says that if your housing market is trending up, you're, I'm going to make sure I say this right, and he'll probably, he'll probably kill me if I get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm saying this right, is that if your housing market is trending up, then your um, then the the elasticity of your tuition price does not matter, hmm. right? That's an important thing to understand, especially for a board who we're coming into November and it starts the time to do budgeting, right? So this will be a great time just to look at your general housing prices and understand, you know, hey, if the if the bar market's going up in terms of of you know pricing and and understanding what's happening with how many houses are available, that would give us an interesting clue on do we need to do a 3% correction in tuition or is it is 1% really what we, need, we can only handle because of our market, right? Those are, I mean, that's an extreme example, obviously, but but just to give you an idea, like that's that's census data, that's real estate data. You can get into that and, and without having to do a lot of heavy lifting to understand that. Mm-hmm. That's a great example too of coming in with a specific problem that you're trying to solve. You know, you're trying to come in and solve your, what's your tuition and you can go to targeted things to really find evidence for that. It's great. Now, this has all been so helpful, Jesse. Are there any other kind of final tips that you would give to kind of school marketers and admissions professionals really looking to kind of hone in on uh, their data this fall and get started? So look, I just, and these are, these are a couple of things I would, I would throw out there and they're, they're in no specific order. The first is don't be afraid to ask other people. Right. Um, the school industry is full 
of people who like to help and want to help others. So it could be a colleague at another school. It could be somebody like the two of you. It could be me. It could be anybody. But just don't be afraid to ask and say something like, hey, I'm looking at our data and I'm wondering about X. And you might be able to get some really interesting ideas back about that. So that's that's first. Don't be afraid to ask. Two, um, you might think that your school has terrible data and has not been good about keeping it. And I'd say 90% of the schools I talk to fall into that trap. And that's okay. You can start tomorrow, right? Even if you don't have all the data you need today, you can start tomorrow and be better about keeping keeping the data you need so that you can have those decisions for the future. Um, third is don't be afraid of it. Um, I, I was not a math guy and over some time and over some years, like I love it now. So don't be afraid to just to, to look at it a little differently. Don't be afraid to dig in a little bit. Um, you'd be surprised once you start to see some relationships happen inside of pieces of data to results in your school, it's a pretty powerful feeling. So don't be afraid to dig in. Um, you know, and finally, like there are experts out there that can help you. And, um, you know, I'm always available. I love talking to stuff. I love talking to schools. You, you catch me at a conference. I'll have a coffee or a beer with anybody to talk about this. You want to shoot me a note. I'm always there, um, to jump on a quick call and talk about data and talk about your school. So, um, I love this stuff. Um, so if you, if you love it like me, great, let's talk. If you don't love it, I'd love to convert you. <laughs> That's great. So how can people, uh, how can people find you too? So great lead into here, you know, where can they learn more about you or Unbound or ISM? Yeah. So I mean, obviously the ISM uh, corporate website, ismink.com is a great place to start just to learn more about Unbound 360. Um, you can also reach me directly at jesse at unbound360.com. That's J-E-S-S-E. So that's the traditional spelling. I've seen it hmm. all kinds of different ways, but but it's J-E-S-S-E at Unbound360.com. And I'm happy to talk to anybody about data. I love this stuff. Um, and uh, I don't think it's going away. So I think the more people embrace it and are ready to embrace it, happier happier everyone's going to be. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-oh. And thank you so much for coming on and, and helping uh, make data a little less scary. Thank you. Yeah, this is great. Pleasure. Happy to to have the conversation and really uh, appreciate you guys and the work that you're doing on, uh, on, on helping schools be better about telling their stories. That's really important. That's about. Thanks again, Jesse. You got it guys. Thanks again. We'll talk soon. Take care. Wow. Thank you, Jesse Roberts for coming on today to talk about data so many great takeaways from Jesse. I definitely was taking notes. Um, awesome conversation. And we hope schools really found value in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And some of just even some of the, the, the tips that anyone can do at the end, the Google Maps. You know, we've, we did a couple of years where we would do our enrollment year over year and just make a layered Google Map. Just you import the entire thing as a spreadsheet. And that just ability to flash through from year to year to year was enough, like he said, to start to spot some areas where they were growing or shrinking and just gives you some really good info to, to start to focus in on. So uh, tons of great tips there. We're gonna, we'll are we filter out some of the, the sites that he mentioned and put that in the resources too so you can find that there. Um, Angie, do we have an A-plus for today? We do have an A-plus for today, and Jesse sort of alluded to them. Um, it's 
our A plus goes out to Northfield, Mount Hermon. Um, the team there has been doing a great job leveraging data and um, Claude Anderson has been out there presenting on uh, similar topics. So we recommend you check out what they've been doing and we'll put a link to some of that in the show notes. Right. And uh, in the intro, we kind of teased to that we're going to have a special episode coming up and that special episode is going to be marketing fails. So we we are collecting stories from school marketers of marketing fails and admissions as well. And anyone that might have a great story. Um, I have a few that I just was sharing with Angie. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go already. Um, but we want to hear because that's how we learn from from things that have gone wrong. And there's like great lessons from all those things. And it's great to see that that happens to everybody as well. So um, if you have a great marketing fail, um, you can email us at info at upgradeschoolmarketing.com or send us a message on LinkedIn uh, and we'll reach out to you and make sure that you can get that message in. Well, you can either read it online or you can send us a video, whatever works for you. Um, but I think it'll be a really fun and helpful episode. We look forward to I'm marketing fails. To yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun because I've already heard from a few schools around you know, how to learn from your mistakes and what better way than to share some of those mistakes um, with everyone. So we can all learn from those because um, we're here to help one another out in this independent school marketing space. That's right. Awesome. So until next time, uh, follow us on LinkedIn. Hope, hopefully no one has any major marketing fails in the near future. <laughs> Thanks we'll for listening. <laughs> Bye.